There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Quick Resume Episode 8, everybody. Um, we are coming uh, at you uh, with myself, Deck, and my co-host, Tim. Um, we have a few chunks of things to go over this week. There's always news. There's always news in the world of Xbox. Tim... How are you this week? How's the week been I'm, treating uh, you? I'm I'm good, man. Um, the week's been treating me all right. Um, pretty pretty busy work-wise and stuff, and uh, nothing too crazy on the gaming front this week. Um, pretty pretty much just been grinding uh, Monsanto, to be honest. And I haven't actually been playing too many games this week. Um, I think we've both we've both been a little bit on and off this week. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, so not, you know, the week's been alright, glad it's a weekend now, um, and uh, yeah, I haven't got much to report on the gaming front, apart from the fact that I've sunk like 45 hours into Monster Hunter Rise, so <laughs> uh, using the, the shitty the shitty but great Switch, um, mm. it's great in so many ways and shitty in so many others, as we covered for a solid 30 minutes in the last episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The switch hating podcast. Yeah, just tearing into the switch. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't actually checked my um my playtime, but yeah, I imagine it's pretty similar. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's um yeah yeah same really. I mean, it's just a, a bit of um monster hunter there and there, um and uh, some more um Hollow Knight really. I've been um I got a good opportunity to play it quite a bit uh, yesterday. And um, yeah, it's growing on me, man. I had like a phase the other day where I was just, I was just getting pissed off because like I said to you, I was like carrying the like geo, the money. Like, uh, sorry if you hear birds in the background. They're, they're part of the panel, me. so. Yeah, that's, uh, I've got very loud birds in my neighborhood. It's, yeah, apparently. Yeah, it's, we, we have neighborhood watch on it, you know, but it's one of yeah. those things. You, you never know. You can't kill all the birds. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to Some stop those government drones from spying yeah. on you. So yeah, Some of them are cries for help. Just... <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and I was, just getting, I was just getting pissed off like running across the map a little bit. Um, I think there maybe needs to be a bit more of a fast travel system um, other than what there is. And maybe there is something later in the game. I know you can kind of ride that big bug boy, but it... anyway, I'm over that hump and I've like found some new power-ups i found some cool stuff yeah it's cool man i'm enjoying it more and more uh like the longer i play it um it's it definitely gets me excited for whatever a sequel can look like i think it's i don't think it's overall i don't think it's as good as ori 2 but ori 2 is the second installment so you know like ori 2 improved a lot over the first um so you know we'll see what hollow knight 2 does i just don't think i don't think the platforming is as tight Combat's fine. It's pretty good. Um, I don't think it's as like has as much depth as Ori Two does, but it's still good. It's it's tight, but yeah, I just find the jumping a bit weird. It's a bit slippy, it is. isn't it? There's you, something you about like it, yeah. slide a bit. Um, yeah, like when you land and when you, it's it's a bit floaty. 
I think. As it you is. would describe the Outriders, Amy. Mechanic. Yeah, it's fucking Outriders. It's a bit, it's a bit flowy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a bit of both. It's weird. It's a bit floaty, but then sometimes it's also a bit heavy. Like, I, I feel like there's too much gravity on the jumps. Like, when I let go of A, dude, like, hits the floor like a sack of shit, like, really quick. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't. So it's, I just find it quite hard to control. And it, like, it makes me think of, like, I think it's, like, Celeste. And I think they did it in Ori as well, because they spoke about it on Twitter, I'm pretty sure, where they said, like, in these platformers, it's designed, like, the, um, you have, like, a frame or two, or, like, a couple of frames of, like, being able to jump off nothing. So after you run to, like, the end of a platform, there's actually a bit of extra time where you can jump off nothing, and it's the game giving you, like, that extra second, whereas that's just not there in Hollow Knight, which is fine, because, I mean, Hollow Knight's meant to be its own, you know, it's meant to be kind of quite unforgiving and quite difficult, and I I don't think it's terribly bad, because there there are sometimes you, like, fall down caverns in Hollow Knight, like, by accident, and you just keep falling... (laughs) And you're like, yeah. fuck. And they're like, you know, the bugs are getting like bigger and bigger. And that's totally in line with what Hollow Knight wants you to feel. But I still feel like overall it makes for like some of the platforming. You just like slip off a, off like a platform and you're like, I, I clicked A. <laughs> I definitely clicked A. Um, but overall, yeah, really good, man. Um, really, um, I'm, in, I'm in the full swing of it. I'm on the Hollow Knight hype train. So hopefully I'll have it finished by next week. But we'll see. We'll see. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure how how long it is in terms of playtime. I mean, I sunk. Pro- I didn't sunk. I didn't sunk. I didn't sink many times. My speech. <laughs> you can do it. I, I didn't sink much time into Hollow Knight. Probably about ten to fifteen hours. So didn't sink much time about... into your speech skill either. <laughs> I need to work my English. Mm. Um, probably, I probably, I, I guess, around the same sort of playtime you're at right now. You're probably approaching that sort of 10 hour maybe maybe just under i think i think i'm just over 10 i think maybe i'm sort of 12 somewhere between 12 and 15 um but i i did enjoy what what i played um i always compare those sort of games like you said you know rightfully so you compare them to like ori and um i compared it a lot with at the time uh shovel knight as well i have never played it um i think i think i enjoyed shovel knight a little bit more to be honest um i'm i'm a big fan of pixel art for a start um not that hollow knight isn't beautiful it's a very very pretty game hollow knight's Um, gorgeous (laughs) yeah it's a very pretty game um but i do quite like the pixel art and the colors of of um of shovel knight and i felt like there was just like loads more abilities and the levels were very clever in the way you use your abilities to get around which again hollow knight does but uh i i think it just comes down to personal preference um and shovel knight was a bit more wacky um you know it didn't take itself that seriously Mm. um it was still really difficult as well like it was still like those i feel like all platformers these days it's like it's like a staple to try and be difficult in the yeah. game. They're like, we're making a platform, it's great, it's beautiful. Now how the fuck do we make this shit hard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got to make it hard. It's like yeah. platformers are where like hard games are born now. Like more so than any other genre, I think. Like uh Dark yeah. Souls kinda of does the RPG uh like e- element of difficulty and stuff like that. But I feel like all other difficulty just resides solely in platform games. Uh, these days yeah yeah no absolutely i i think like platformers are seeing a bit of a resurgence and you know what i'm totally in for it like if you'd asked me five years ago like oh what do you think of platformers i'd be like oh it's fucking all right but make it 3d would you 
But now I'm like, no, yeah. you know what? They have they have their own they have their own space. Like and you know, like with Ori and with um with Hollow Knight, you know, I think they're really two big steps in the right direction for that genre. Um you've got like, you know, like I said, Celeste, which is kind of like more traditional, it's just like a pure platforming kind of game, which was really I completed Celeste, um, which was like amazing as well. Yeah, I don't know. I think I do think it's quite a cool um, evolving genre at the moment. Uh, and and I say this, I say this without an absolute hint of irony, and I've got it here in my notes. Hollow Knight feels like two D Dark Souls bug edition. Oh God, <laughs> this guy! Why don't you just go write a clickbait review article? It's it's the Dark Not Souls of game bug games. Souls. <laughs> it's the Dark Souls Jeez. of side scrollers, dude. Um, no, but I mean, it clearly is. Like, it's clearly inspired by by Dark Souls, you know, with the benches and the bonfires and limited fast travel. Like, it, it clearly, and you like die and you have to go back and get your soul. You know, it clearly is, and it's not a bad thing at all. It's quite a nice little fusion. But um, yeah, it, it kind of it has that quite compelling hook. I think. I think I think you do kind of get with Dark Souls where it's like sometimes you'll die and you'll like you lose your souls and you'll be really fucking disheartened. But then there are other times where like you know you're running through the world, you've got like you don't know where the next bonfire is, you've got ten health left, and you're like I've got twenty thousand souls, <laughs> and you just and it's like that like really nice bit of tension where it's like you're right on edge, but you think you can do it. Um, yeah. And I think Hollow Knight hits that quite often. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I remember just, it was, I think it was last night or the night before where I met you to play some Monster Hunter and uh, invited you to the party. And then you were literally just like silent for like, I don't know, like a minute or something. And then you were just like, <laughs> you're like I was like, you're like, that's quite a journey. <laughs> I, was, I was quite, ah, so much money. And like, I finally literally. found, a, finally found a, a, a bench or a checkpoint or something. Um, yeah, he genuinely sounded like stressed. It was so stressful because right. I had to go so far, man. Like, because I went on like a real journey. Like, I saw on the map there was like a little bit I hadn't gone to, and I was like, "Fuck it, man!" Like, I'll just take my time with it. I'll go and have a look. And I, they took me to like this whole new like biome, and like I got a new ability. And then I, but then I was like, I was on really low health. I didn't have like enough to like focus to heal. Um, and I know I can like you, you know you hurt enemies to get that back to heal, but I was just like. I need to beeline. I need to get this back because I'd like beaten two bosses, you know, and I still hadn't found a checkpoint. So I was sitting on like loads and I was just like, I've got it. And I had to go so far. Like, cause I didn't want to take risks and start going in other directions just to try and find a fast travel. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was tense. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, they are really tense. Um, uh, I'm not sure if this is, is anywhere in the notes, but I guess on the topic of um, just platformers just done right. You know, mm. and like you were saying, like make it 3D. You know, the world mm. was graced with um, with uh, Ballon, <laughs> Ballon Wonderworld. Was it this week? <laughs> was it the week before? Uh, I, I, I think I think it was last week. But but yeah, I think the it world. was last week. That's a 3D platformer done right. Which, that game ticks mm. all the boxes. Which really in the cursed timeline. Did you see um? Did you see Donkey's video on it? I did, right. yeah. It was, <laughs> it was so, so fucking funny. stupid. Yeah. It was so funny. I was laughing so hard when that one of the abilities is just uh, like a, a fox magician <laughs> that just randomly turns you into a box without any control <laughs> on the player yeah. or anything. It could be 10 seconds, 5 seconds, 2 seconds, and you just slide off the map. And he's just like, 
how is this fun? <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this the thing? Yeah. And there was oh, like, God. there were like characters that just like did the same thing. There was like robot guy who could boost and then robot guy who could jump really high and it like was yeah. the same functional thing. And then there was like water guy. Yeah, there was just, it was so stupid. Yeah, there is, it just, it looks so yeah, weird. They just I, like made each other redundant, didn't they? All yeah, exactly. Costumes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember so when that, I remember when that game got announced because it got announced at the um, when was it? It was like one of the Xbox events. It got announced at an Xbox mm. event. It was a while um, ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And I remember them being like, "It's the action game of all action games," and I was like, you know, they showed the, a bit of gameplay, and I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> I, I really didn't, I'm not it. sure. Yeah, but you know, here. it's um, it's a weird one how a game like that can still release in this day and age and and have have the balls to charge 55 pounds for um is just it's absolutely hilarious um my god i just don't understand like i mean i just wanted to to cover it briefly because we didn't talk about it and it's just quite funny um i just don't know i don't know what the fuck happened with that game it got a lot of exposure as well i feel like it got like a lot of time but like shows and stuff like that like trailers and like stage time and stuff like that and then it's that that was the result yeah my god yeah i mean i think it's like it got a lot of uh press from xbox because xbox are trying to make a good like you know impression with japanese games so they were like yep we'll take it and then it's awful so it's um it's not ideal yeah four out of ten from ign oof <laughs> I mean, you just don't see that often. You don't see. I that think often. that's generous, man. I think that's generous. When I was watching it, and I was like, I, I like the actual like frame drops. I was like, how is a game like this running at like ten frames right now? It looks <laughs> like shit. It looks like a yeah. mobile game. Oh my god! And it's just, it's just the the actual just hardware behind it is just, just awful. Just as well as just everything else about it. Yeah, like you can at least expect it to run well. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it is a shame because like some some parts of the of like this stuff is kind of forgivable, but like poor performance is kind of not. Like if yeah. you've if like if you've developed a game around a bad design idea, like yeah, whatever, like it happens, that like, whatever. Um, but like making a bad game and allowing it to perform badly, it's like well, you can at least yeah, like why is it not performing well? Because that's just something that needs more time, then, isn't it? So exactly yeah it, yeah that, that's just that's just inexcusable and uh yeah i mean if, if a game comes out i'm not one of those people where i just look at the graphics i'm quite happy to to play a game that looks mediocre or in that in this one's case awful if it still runs well but it looks like a fucking ps2 game and it yeah. runs worse than any ps2 game in that era it's it's actually just, it's like chugging it's like, yeah butt chugging like a frat boy didn't do anything <laughs> yeah it's a, a near automata is like that um no it runs really well but like it just looks like shit like the animations mm. are, are amazing and guess what else is amazing about that game <laughs> the soundtrack uh, is amazing uh yeah it's really smooth but like the textures and the resolution like i guess the resolution is fine but the textures on stuff is really bad like really bad 
Like, some of it was genuinely distracting, was, like, immersion-breaking, because some of the buildings just looked like... They were just, like, a like just a flat texture with just a pattern on it. I, it looks... Yeah. Some of them... And I'm like, why is this here? It's so it's so peculiar. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it also looks... Yeah. It looks quite vast in a lot of ways as well. Like, just quite empty. Like, lots of open, empty areas and stuff like that from, like, videos I've seen and... And, um, um, stuff like that, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit, sort of but not much it's, in it's, there. It's reasonably dense overall. Near is reasonably dense. Um, I but there are there's like maybe a few areas that they focused on in the marking materials. I don't know that um, were quite open. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's our intro. We we covered Hollow yeah. Knight, Balan Wonderland, <laughs> uh, the Switch, and Near Automata. Uh, Automata. So wow. Is there anything I, else I, you I, want to I touch just... on? No, no, I just really wanted to bring up Balan. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it in the notes, and I was like, I need to slam this game. <laughs> like, this makes my Friday. Like, yeah. But it's, no, I'm happy. I'm it's happy. cathartic. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got um, a couple of juicy bits of nuggets um, for this week. Um, we have some of it's kind of leaning, leading on from last week. Some of it is newer developments from this week. Um some of his speculation and rumours and stuff and other bits and bobs are news. So I wanted to, um, towards the end of last episode, we spoke about um, a a game that was being teased by a few people now, I will say, but mostly being teased by Jess Corden from Windows Central. Um, and he teased with a, a cyclone emoji. We all thought it was a cyclone. He's now come out on the record and said, it's a typhoon. Doesn't really change anything. But, um, you know, it just it allows for different speculation. He also said it isn't just anything to do with Just Cause, Battlefield, or anything to do with Ubisoft. He says it's a new AAA IP that Xbox is making with a prominent, independent, large developer. It's a multiplayer, connected world, which sounds interesting and compelling, and he thinks that it might be announced this year with a cinematic uh, teaser. So this is like the one game maybe that um, Xbox has in its back pocket um, to show off this year that could be a bit of a surprise maybe due to launch in 2022. Um, and just to kind of update on this as well, you know, the, with this particular game, this mystery AAA IP multiplayer connected world game made by who knows, um, Miles um, is also... Uh, it's from Windows Central as well, and he's described it as really big, a really unique idea. It's not a looter shooter or an MMO, but stands as its own thing. And it's by a team that hasn't been doing multiplayer things before. So I understand that to mean it's just mostly a single player thing. Um, so that's that's two people we've got so far, like corroborating similar stuff. Okay, yeah, they work at the same organization, but whatever. Third bit of corroboration. Matty, from the Defining Duke podcast, he's a YouTuber, does Xbox news and gaming news and stuff, um, says that he, he knows what the game is, um, and he'll add that it sounds really, really unique, and he thinks that people will be really stoked when they see it. So, it's just a bit weird. I'm just It's, it's like getting me to think, like, what could a connected world multiplayer game look like that isn't a shooter, isn't like an MMO? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, what does that mean? If it's if it's something that's quite unique, like it, it's trying to imagine what a shared world game could be like in another genre, and I don't know. It's quite hard to even start with that. Like, you know, where do you even begin? Yeah, I'm kind of just like 
going through the genres in my head and just trying to think because they yeah they they literally haven't specified a genre have they all they've said is it's just it's just multiplayer centric it's Um, not a looter shooter it's not an mmo okay yeah and they i mean they they didn't classify it was like open world did they no they just say connected world yeah yeah exactly and yeah, like it's so hard to speculate something like that. It's it, it it's very hard, and and like you said, it's so hard to imagine it being anything not like what we've seen. And the fact that everyone is describing it as unique is um yeah, is very weird. Yeah, and you know it is. It definitely is. And I think it's like I think it's when stuff like this. Ha- I mean, maybe like we could I could be totally overreacting, but like when you see stuff like this, um it kind of does like give you like a bit of a, a perspective on like what genres we're used to or like how games work because sometimes i think you know we have like a really fixed idea of what a game should look like you know if you think of what a good game is it's like oh well you know there's you know a third person shooter brawler it tells a story um or like oh it's a first person this that and the other you know and it's like if you think about like what a game does it's just one way of like you know if interacting with something to to allow you to feel something you know in terms of art if you think about what tetris is that's even compared to like what we consider like a proper game you know quote unquote today it's like that's literally just slotting shapes into other shapes so it's it's just quite funny to think of like we think of games as a service or like shared world games like unanimous like most people will just think of a looter shooter I mean, you don't even connect it to the idea of something else like imagine like an RTS, like a, sh- a connected world real-time strategy game. I imagine like, you know, shared world, like sports game. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like literally, you know, we could be going in any direction, but it's just quite, I think, just think it's quite funny that this is something where clearly the connected world element, it, it means a particular thing to a lot of people. And like, it was the same for me. Like, you know, it's the first thing you think of. Yeah. I mean, it, it could just be... You know, just poker. the fact that yeah, poker. <laughs> no, they they just haven't specified it's a shooter, so it could ju- it still could be like an action game, just in this in this sort of like a brawler sort of sense. You know, a fighting game. Yeah, no, like, wow. Me- like melee combat. I don't know, fucking bleeding edge connected worlds. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It could just be they just all they said is there's no shooty McFace. That's it. Yeah, not a shooter. So, yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, maybe I'm being overdramatic. But, like, I think it, it would be interesting to see something like this done in a totally different genre. I mean, like, you know, like we said, it's it, with multiple corroborating reports now that it's quite unique and not like any other Connected World game. So, we'll see. I mean, maybe it is just, like, a new take. It could just be a new take on, like you said, like a brawler. Like, I guess the only thing that comes to mind is... Um... Oh, fuck, what was that? What was the one Gearbox just pumped out? Are on exclusive on PlayStation. Oh, uh, what was it? That's mm. on the tip of my tongue. Godful. Godful. That's it. Yeah, that God one. awful. God. God awful. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like connected world kind of thing, isn't it? Or is it more like instance? I think it is. I don't know. Yeah, but then that's that's looter as well, though. Like that. Yeah. That is. So like, but yeah, uh, uh, along with similar lines, maybe. Mm. Um, and yeah, you know, you don't even know if it's like PVE or PVP or or both. Like, it literally could. 
I've always been a big fan of PvP and PvE when it's mixed in together. I, I, I do quite like that. As in PvPVE or PvP and PvE? <laughs> PvPVE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a huge that fan well. of. I was a huge fan of when um or was it Halo Four did um Warzone? Was it Halo Four that first did Warzone? Uh, five Five did Warzone first. Was it Five? What did Four do then? I could have sworn. Oh yeah, but you, you know the one where it was um you know PVE and PVP on like one big map. You went to like. Yeah, yeah spawn areas to kill um bosses and stuff like that i really liked that game i thought it was cool um I don't yeah, know if the cool. card the card based system really fit in it but it was cool the idea was really cool um i'm yeah. always a fan of that so but i, I would it, quite like to see something pvpp PvP. it is it is, <laughs> it is still quite a lot like a unique thing though isn't it like you don't see it in many games yeah. I, like i know mobas have that kind of element but it's not really pve they're just fodder that you just kill yeah, yes. you saw it in the extremely successful battle board. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, I don't know if it really counts um, for mobas, but like PV and fuck, uh, the like the hunt is the other one I can think of. The hunt, oh, yeah. hunt, yeah. hunt showdown. This hunt is showdown. what I'm thinking of. That's yeah. like the example that comes to mind when I think of PvPVE um, done Just well. There's a what's what's a game that's coming out? Oh, Hood, that Hood game. Uh, Hood. Yes, that looks really cool. Hood Legends and and Hunters and Bumders, that one. Thieves. Yeah. I think it has thieves in the name, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it has Bumders. <laughs> hunters and Thieves. Yeah, I think you might be right. Thieves, um, yes. I think so. Uh, yeah, that's PvPVE as well. Uh, that, yeah, I think that looks really good as well. I, I think it's quite an unexplored yeah. um, genre, really, but I think it does have a place. There's a lot of potential there, but um, mm. which, you know, in its sense, that, you know, that could say it's unique. Um, the fact that a AAA... Um, studio is picking up an idea like that that does make it unique doesn't it because no AAA studio really has done that yeah but I mean like depending on depending on like to what degree like maybe you know when this is revealed we can come back and we could say oh you know well on the scale from like zero being not unique and 10 being really really unique this was actually only like a three or a two or something but like as of right now like in my head like this could be something up at seven or an eight um and I, it's just that's the sort of game I think you would ex- you're, you're going to expect to see a lot more games on that higher end of the continuum from Xbox simply because devs who are making those sorts of games are going to want to go with Game Pass because it's so risk free. Yeah. Um, even with PlayStation having a bigger install base, sort of if we're excluding yeah. PC, um, I think you're going to see that, and it wouldn't surprise me. It's just the sort of thing Xbox like to sort of take gambles on these sorts of games. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, if you're an independent studio and you're like, we're making something that's unique, yeah, the first the first place you're going to turn is be like, Xbox, can we can we can we please have it on Games Pass? Please. Um, you know, because like you said, it just takes that risk element out, and it it allows people to be a bit more creative. But um, I mean, if you were to have like a gut feeling, like well. What would you what would you think it is based on that? Would you stick with your RTS sort of? Or... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I I don't think it's going to be an action game. I I think okay. it's going to be something like in an area that we haven't really seen before. Yeah, I think I think it could be potentially something like strategy based. Um, because I'm just trying to think of like are these sorts of like what sort of action game have you played in the last like ten years that doesn't have a loot element? I I, I cannot think of one. 
Even yeah. Zelda has loot elements now. Like, you know, so it's like, yeah, I don't yeah. understand how you're going to make that work. So it's not that it's impossible, but like what I, I it, would, it would be hard for me to guess. So I think it will be in like a different genre that we haven't really seen before. Maybe something like strategy. Maybe, probably not, won't be like racing or anything like that. Yeah, I'm probably, I'd probably go with something yeah. like strategy maybe. It could be like a cool, like, um, I don't know, like card card game maybe mm-hmm. like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh style big um sort of shared world challenge people to like jewels and stuff like that but then do you count like collecting cards and building decks as loot probably not I don't, I, yeah I didn't think so or or connected world play with your buddies go on adventures together it's a roguelike mic drop <laughs> could be yeah, and you all die be. you will come back to the castle together get your preparations ready and you go out again to find each other's yeah, bodies you'll blame that person that died exactly yeah no, uh, that, that genuinely could be yeah those sort of games are in very yeah held in very high regards these days roguelites and um and, and platformers in, in, in that regard imagine so, a platformer yeah. imagine a connected yeah. world platformer it just yeah. Celeste but like a hundred people <laughs> <laughs> what's happening <laughs> yeah um yeah like back I guess I'm... theater but, but like actually yeah. everyone like hundreds yeah. of people pushing you off the cliff yeah <laughs> oh my god that'd be amazing i think that's just called fall guys isn't it oh um, true true uh yeah i guess like the only other thing i'm thinking of is like something like monster i guess that's not really loot based i know it's not a connected world but like if it was you know, like a uh, Monster yeah. Online or whatever, that isn't well, they had really that Frontier, loot. didn't they? Frontier, they yeah. Uh, is, there, is there one called Monster Online? Or are they the same thing? I don't know. Yeah. I think Monster Online and Frontier are the same thing. I think it got rebranded somewhere along the way, but I think yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, it, it could be something like that for sure, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll that. see. Um, there's in terms of who's doing it a lot of speculation is is pointing towards avalanche avalanche are the guys that did uh mad max in collaboration with it was it 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 software no i don't think so me uh have a look what are you mm. yeah just, so i just typed and, max mad max mad and they did it with um uh fuck what else did they do just cause avalanche um Yeah. So, yeah. Although they are owned Mindscape. by Warner Bros. So maybe not. Developers no. is Avalanche and Mindscape for Mad Max. No, Warner they Bros. partnered Oh, maybe I'm being an idiot. I'm thinking I'm being a dumbass, I'm thinking of um of Rage Two, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, Rage Two was id, yeah. Rage Two was id and Avalanche, I think. Yes. Bit... Am I right? What, Rage Two? Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely yeah. did. Yeah, 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 Avalanche, Avalanche, and Energy. I remember it was a it was a partnership. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is what this is what I, some of the speculation is pointing towards. There was um, Avalanche were looking for Xbox specialists back in uh, February and November last year, and everyone was like, "What do you need that for, guys? What do you need that for?" <laughs> I mean, obviously, it could literally just be that they need you know people to be able to work on different platforms, but it just seemed a bit sus. Um, and they, they're also apparently working on an unannounced open world AAA multiplayer game 
Ooh. could be related. You know, it doesn't say that it's an Xbox game, but there are just a lot of reasons to be thinking that possibly it could be Avalanche. I mean, we very well could be wrong, but I wouldn't blame you for thinking that it was. Um, and and they, they don't do multiplayer games. They typically do single-player games, so that would fall in line yeah. with what Jez yeah. says as well. Um, yeah, so it, that's that's kind of the the summary of all of that really of the of the typhoon game whatever mm. that means yeah looking forward to the uh yeah potential teaser later this year cool. yeah absolutely uh absolutely and uh, if the, if this is a thing it's quite far along um allegedly so i don't think we'd see it any later than 2022 um but yeah. i mean yeah yeah we'll see and then just to sort of top that off because of that was um on top of what was said last week um Jez uh, again called and says that um, there are th- he knows of three more games being made by Xbox Games Publishing with other partners. So remembering that Xbox Games Publishing are the team that you know work with third parties to make games for Xbox exclusively, like your Recores, like your Scalebound, rest in peace, um, yeah. you know, like your, your like your Killer Instincts and and all of them. Um, he knows that two are new IPs. And he knows that one is a spin-off based off an existing franchise. He thinks those three are quite far out. Uh, and just to be clear, those three aren't the AAA multiplayer one we've just discussed. They also aren't the Kojima game, if that is to be believed. Okay. So there's, oh, there's a lot in the oven. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pies in the oven. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's quite... I, like, I don't know what franchise we could be spinning off like a lot of people have been asking yeah. for like a halo spin-off for a while i know we've had like um spartan assault and halo wars but yeah a lot of people have been asking for like a gritty like a kind of another a different take on an like, odst or whatever mm-hmm. um or a different spartan yeah, and just tell a different cool. story with that because it's, it's such an expensive universe isn't it halo so yeah and we've already had the sort of you know the spin-off from like gears and stuff with tactics Right. Um, so you're probably not likely to see a spin-off of existing of, of you know of gears again although i think to be fair like gears is also like a prime candidate for more spin-off material just because a lot of it's i don't know if you've read much into gears but like the lore is really vacant like there's not much of it mm. it's, it's kind I of a bit read too much into it no no, no, there's just there's genuinely not much of it, like the background. Whereas if you go yeah. to like Halo Wiki, you could get lost there all night. Whereas if you go to Gears, you know you're on a planet. Like all of Gears takes place on a planet called Sarah, and we don't know anything about Sarah. Like, why are they humans yeah. there? What's going on? Like, is this just entirely yeah. fictional, or like, yeah? So there's like nothing about like it, you know if it's meant to be, you know, like alternate timeline or in the future or whatever. It's like, how did humans colonize on this different planet? Like, so. It is. It's definitely gears is quite ripe, I think, for that sort of spin-off material. But Halo has a lot of already established lore to work with, so um, both could be quite cool. But maybe it's something else entirely. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Cool though. Very interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Lots of stuff in the oven. Lots of stuff in the oven. So um, there are just there are just various dribs and drabs of um, Xbox Game Studios updates that I kind of wanted to cover. Um, just because, um, well, as I say, there's there's just, there's just been a few updates from different studios, so I just wanted to go over some of them. So, um, first of all, um, Undead Labs. Undead Labs are um, 
our resident developers of State of Decay and State of Decay 2. And then most recently, State of Decay 2 Juggernaut Edition. They uh, have just started recruiting for um, a senior combat designer. Thank thank God! Because... <laughs> yeah. Those games need some better combat. <laughs> they do, yeah. The combat is very... Um, it's just par. It's not bad, but it's just it's just par. It, it really is so 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 average. Um, it's not the game's strong yeah, suit, is for it? Sure. No, definitely not. The game's strong suit is uh, tethered co-op. <laughs> <laughs> oh, makes me angry. Yeah, it's no, it's um, so annoying. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, a studio like that with their past titles could <laughs> definitely benefit from having a. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe Rare should look into that as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should. Yeah, whoever that is, if they can work for Rare as well, that would be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, what what do you think of um, like the State of the K franchise as a, as a whole? Uh, I like it. I think it has a lot of potential, uh, but I think it's a, it's a solid like right now. It's like a solid six, maybe seven out of ten in my brain. Like that's how I view the franchise. But then when one does come out i'm always just like oh cool like i want to play this um and i was excited to see state of decay 3 as well uh, um you know see that trailer and that, that news come out and stuff mm-hmm. um i just really just want them to embrace the fact that they're making uh an open world zombie game and just give people co-op like they just they just they just wedge it in like half-baked um but I mean, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I feel like a game like that is just perfect for co-op. Yeah. And there are so many Z- Zambo games that are great, but they don't necessarily have co-op. Um, I mean, Days Gone is one that comes to mind. It's more of a single-player experience. I, and like games like World War Z and stuff like that saw great success when they when they made like co-op in their game um, and did it properly. So yeah, it. I like the franchise. Um, it doesn't go that deep, you know. You have your exploding zombies, you have your big zombies, you have your spitting zombies, you have the ones that jump on you. Mm-hmm. It, you you've seen it in every game. Like it doesn't do anything that outside of the box. Um, but for me, what would really do it for me is if they embraced co-op a bit more. Well, I mean, I think I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not sure I would agree. Like, like yeah, maybe in terms of the enemy variety, but like the whole point. Like obviously, the biggest thing about the game. It's like it's the sim, you know. It's, it's like a simulator, isn't it? Zombie world, like um, with the uh, resource gathering and the base building and the uh, you know recruiting and all of that shit. I think that's the thing that people. To be honest, like the game could like not literally not be in a zombie apocalypse, and like if those elements were still in, the people who like State of Decay would still like it because that's like the part that they seem to get right every time. It's like that part of like. You know, you're building a, a community. You know, you're you're kind of fostering that, making sure that the house survives. You've got med bays and tech, and all of that stuff. And that stuff I always think is quite good, um, in State of K. But like, I totally agree. Like, the other areas need just need to be better. And like, they've always for some reason they've always had a problem with polish. Um, Undead Labs. Like, they for some reason their games are always coming out. State of K one, you could forgive. They were an indie dev. It's fine. We get it. Okay. Yeah. Second one came out. Still wasn't polished. What's going on with that? They even had sweet Microsoft money. I don't really understand why that game came out as bad as it did. Like, 
Yeah, I, I would have probably played it more if it performed better. Like, the, the, the co-op thing was a bit of a kick in the nuts and didn't help, but I would have probably played it more. Um, but it just performed so badly. Like, you know, it would run at, like, 30, it would drop down to, like, 20. It was just... Uh... Yeah. And, I... and it's, it's not... You, it doesn't look like the most physically demanding game either with those sort of performance issues. Um, no. You know, with it. No, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they have some really smart game designers in there. I think a lot of the gameplay systems are actually really good and really, um, like, immersive. Like, you know, the fact that they have, like, these open vistas and you've got to be really careful with noise. Again, I know none of this yeah. is, it's like, new territory for zombie games, but it has, like, the added tension of because you're carrying a lot of resources and then if that area is too infested, actually, you've got to go somewhere else. So a lot of that risk-reward, like, works really well, but, yeah, um, it's all the other stuff, really, like uh that, that makes it a bit of a pain um it's the the juggernaut edition apparently fixed a lot of the game's problems you know they kind of re-released it under that under that banner um so yeah I, i'd be tempted to boot it up and give it another go to be honest uh but i i'm definitely excited to see what they can do with state of decay 3 part of me wants them to i know i know it's stupid but part of me kind of just wants them to move on from state of decay um i know it's kind of it's like the idea they have for it is very like they want to like perfect that that whole like simulation survival zombie community sort of thing Um, but they've always wanted to do and they've said this they've always wanted to do like a like an mmo type style one um so like State state of decay 3 will be that like it will be that kind yeah. of multiplayer thing. Um, so. Uh, we'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, state state of K three. I think. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of their third strike and you're out sort of thing. Um, they kind of got to get it right um, for that because, like you said, there was no reason state of K two should have come out as it is. Um, but it, it, it's obvious that you know Microsoft and. You know they they have a bit of a sweet spot for the for the franchise as well. So they're like, all right, yeah. guys, this is strike three. You fucked this up, and you know, um, no more state of decay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have I have high hopes for it, um, and I do like um, Undead Labs. I think they're they're good d- developers in a lot of ways and bad in a lot. And them hiring this guy is covering one of those bad spots. So great. sorry i have a very mischievous rabbit in the background yeah i'm sure they can hear it he's gone now okay um so yeah i i i I am i'm in full agreement i think like the to to be fair as well though i don't know why they bothered showing the state of decay 3 trailer i don't know why we saw that it's so far out it's it's in like early pre-production do you know what i mean it's like why it's weird so I guess maybe I don't know I don't even want to speculate but you know I, I my fingers are always crossed for that franchise because I think it's um, I, I do think it has a lot of potential so yeah mm-hmm. uh, next up we have uh, Zenimax Online Studios um, so uh, the studio responsible for Elder Scrolls Online they're we all know they're making a triple A IP triple mm, IP they're making a new triple A game I don't think we know if it's new IP or not uh, but they've how they're recruiting for a vehicle designer a senior vehicle designer so it's um clearly got vehicles in I mean can you think of any other MMOs that have vehicles in what's that about yeah no I literally don't I can't think I of can't any. no 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 I can't either yeah you just you handed me a, just a, a, a dead 
Sorry. <laughs> I, I, no, <laughs> I can't. I don't know where to go with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. An MMO with vehicles. Apparently. Whatever that means. No idea. Um, next up, we've got uh, Jeff Grubb confirming that there won't be any Gear 6 at E3. He got asked the question, I don't know why anybody thought Gear 6 would be at E3. But he did say... Uh, because they have too much going on at the moment. And I don't know if he's referring to Coalition or Xbox. Probably just Xbox, because on episode one of Quick Resume, as I'm sure all our listeners know, because they listen so diligently uh, to our episodes, I went on a big whole tirade about how I think Coalition should be working on something else by now, because they're a really talented studio, and that they're wasted on gears. So in my head, I'm just going to assume here that Jeff is referring to Coalition having too much on their plate, because they're working on wonderful new games, Wonderful new IPs. So, that's my head cannon. Well, that, that has to be it. I mean, you're it must always, be. Yeah, you know, what you say is gospel. So they Ex- were like, yeah. whoa, this guy, <laughs> this guy's got a point. I'm glad you agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, it must be. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it, it, it'd be nice, like you said, to see them work on things outside of Gears. But, I mean, realistically speaking, yeah, they might just be referring to Xbox in general. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. One can hope. Absolutely. Next up, we've got Psychonauts 2, a little game. A little game called Psychonauts 2 being worked on by Double Fine Studios, obviously another studio owned by uh, by Xbox, Um, uh, headed by Tim Schafer. Um, He... Psychonauts 2 was obviously a crowdfunded game, um, and that's why it's going to be coming to PlayStation 4. Um... But we, it's just been dead silence. The game was meant to come out last year. It got delayed and it got delayed again. Yada, yada, yada. And it's just been dead silence from for a while. Um, so I don't have anything, you know, groundbreaking for you other than that it's still coming. Uh, that You know, the, the, they posted out on their Twitter saying it is definitely still coming this year. Um, so I imagine this is the sort of thing where it gets um, dropped to, you know, at 83 you know, they announce E3 and say, oh, it's coming out next month. It's coming out now. That, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I could see that too. Because um, it, it has, it's got a lot of hype around it, isn't it? It's a very uh, community love game. For whatever reason, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen the um, footage of the first one, never played it and stuff like that. It, it's, it's, it's cool. It's inventive. It's unique. Sure. But I don't know. Nothing really. Uh, sold me on it uh, and I was like this game this game is all about the hype like, I can see why people like this but um, yeah maybe maybe I'll give it a go you know be on Games Pass it'll be on Games Pass yep Games yep. Pass I'll play it I've um, got that on my wall Games Pass play it I'm just programmed <laughs> to say it at this point like I don't even have to think <laughs> yeah. Games Pass play it yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just my flow chart Um. Yeah, I am. I, I've I've been wanting to try the first one. The thing is, the first one came out in two thousand and five. Uh, it's a really old game now, you know. So, um, I and for some reason the first one isn't on Games Pass yet. Uh, so it, it would be on original, you know, OG Xbox um, backwards compatibility. So I um, as soon as it does, I'll probably give it a go. I probably won't finish it because it probably won't have aged well. But um, in terms of gameplay, but I, I'm like really interested in the idea of of the second one you know just to see what what kind of fun things they um what like concepts they tackle obviously for for those that don't know you know i work in in mental health and i have i've, I've got um 
multiple well I, i've studied at uni for, for psychology before so i'm really interested to hear where like this kind of goes it does resonate with you a little bit yeah i just find i find this stuff kind of fun you know sometimes it's not fun and i'm like i don't want to think about this anymore but then in other times um it's just kind of fun you know it's like it's like the inside out disney movie like sometimes even though it's a basic movie it's very simple you can tell the writers did their work and like there are a couple of concepts in there where it's like very accurate or very true or just kind of fun so um yeah i mean i'm, in, I'm just definitely interested um to hear more yeah yeah no for sure um next up um we have from twitter user big gray donut so you know <laughs> you know when like that was so much more <laughs> It was else... like a separate. It was like a separate thing you were saying. Yeah, you were just like big grey donut. <laughs> anyway. How else? How else do you report on something by big grey donut? It's got to be done with a lot of flaws. I mean, yeah, you, kind of yeah. you know when like you see people. It's the only comparison I have in my head. You know when you see people online like go through and find Easter eggs or glitches online for like speed running, and you're like watching them do it and you're like how have they figured that out yeah yeah they this guy has taken a couple of frames of the halo infinite showcase when the map zooms out so like you press back the map opens up and it zooms out to show like the canvas you know and he's determined that the halo infinite map square mile size is 84 84 square miles um, by comparison, Red Dead Redemption 2 is 29 square miles. And if you don't know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is it's fucking huge. Like, the play space in that is absolutely massive. Um, enormous. So, 84 almost seems a bit silly. Now, obviously, obviously, take this with a grain of salt because it's based on unreleased footage um, and it's done on very loose calculations. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if this is anything close to true... It, we're obviously looking at a very big play space. Um, I mean, you know, Halo has vehicles. Red Red Redemption has horses. So, you know, you could appreciate that maybe that would account for uh, some parts of the map being bigger. But yeah, just a weird thing I wanted to throw in. Thank you, Big Grey Donut. Yeah, that's very nice of you. Yeah, <laughs> very nice useful, very, very nice information tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely like... I mean, like like you said, it's 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 loose it's just you know it's just like a a a wacky calculation isn't it it doesn't really um it's not really based on much but you know if it does turn out to be the case that is pretty cool and pretty exciting um especially when you consider that you know halo's like an fps like that's kind of cool to have like a space that big to play around in that sort of genre 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 i don't think we've ever really seen that before in an fps um such an expansive which just a expansive playground just in general but obviously nothing quite to that extent if it is true but yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah definitely um, the only thing i can think of is maybe something like rage to be honest um nothing else is really open world um, yeah maybe uh, yeah they definitely they're, they're, they're liking that uh exploration route aren't they and sandbox route that's that's definitely something they're uh they're trying to drive home um, yeah which i'm totally game for so yeah well i mean i think it, it's been something that it's been like it, it's been something that a lot of people have wanted i think anyway from 
from Halo is kind of an open world approach. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, but they have said it's kind of like a restricted open world. Like it's not like no loading, you know, there are, you go from big playable space to big playable space to, you know, so it's not like all all there, which I mean, makes sense because that, that's kind of like the mission structure and everything. Um, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but hope, you know, if it is that big, we're looking at a big, big Halo map. Big. Dummy big. thick Halo. Dummy thick Halo, exactly. Dummy thick Chief. Um, all right, here we go. Get warm, everybody. Get your ears nice and warm. It's Starfield yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, our weekly, our weekly Starfield. Woo! Yeah. So, um, what have we got? Uh, we have various news that further indicate, solidifies, um, encrusts the idea that Starfield um, is is at the very least being revealed this year. I mean, this isn't. This isn't like hugely surprising news, but it's just kind of reinforcing everything. Um, it kind of gives an indication that it, you know, it could be coming out 2021. Um, to be honest, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking it might actually come early 2022, just because Xbox do actually have a couple of things coming out towards the end of 2021, and I just can't see how Starfield launches like before Halo, as to not like cannibalize each other. Like, yeah. if Halo's November, it's not going to come out... Starfield's not going to come out in December. That's going to cannibalise it. And if it's not coming out... If it has to come out before it, then we're looking at, like, October? That's one month. That's not enough. We're looking at, like, September? Like, that's mm. not long. Like, so I don't... You know, I doubt it. So I'm, I'm starting to think that it's reveal at E3, launch early 2022. But... I... Yeah. We'll I think... I think that's that's a good that's a good estimate. That's that's a very like educated sort of estimate. You're smart, is what I'm trying to say. You're really smart. Thanks, guy. man. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's just it's just too it's too tight the the um the time frames to release it this year. It, like you said, it's either not enough time and it's potentially rushed, or it's just coming out and being overshadowed by different things. Um. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, if I if I were a betting man, I would probably say early twenty two, um, and I would, you know, I would probably even be saying that to the developers, you know, in the studio, if they're like, we can get this out for twenty twenty one, and I'd just be like, work on it a little bit longer. It makes sense, you know, just to actually release it a bit later. Just keep polishing yeah. your your product, your knobs. Keep polishing your knobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. um yeah just make it the best it can be and release it at you know a, a more advantageous sort of market gap in the market yeah no definitely it's um but, yeah because i mean like I, I know i'm missing some off the top of my head but like some people have been saying that there's going to be a forza this year as well and it's like if there is then we're looking at you know like i know psychonauts 2 is an exclusive but it's psychonauts 2 might not be coming to play at ps5 it might just be PS4 and then Xbox One and Series X because that's what the original um, crowdfunding was promised on. But anyway, you know, under Xbox Game Studios and the back half of this year, we're looking at Psychonauts 2, we're looking at Microsoft Flight Simulator, a possible Forza, and then obviously Halo. That's four game releases of like AA to AAA quality, you know, when E3, E3 is um, beginning of June. 
So they literally have four games to release over six months. Unless this stuff comes before E3, which isn't going to happen. So it's like to then cram Starfield in there. And I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting like something as well. Um, you know, it just, it just, just sounding less and less likely to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. But I mean, I, to be fair, I didn't even say what it was that, that led me to, to believe this. So let me just quickly cover it. Um, the UK marketing director... Um, for Bethesda Game Studios updated his profile um, to include Starfield um, in the project he's quote-unquote overseeing. That's number one. Uh, Number two uh, is that Starfield was recently added to ZeniMax's copyright slash trademark page. Um, Now, typically when this has appeared on their page, on their sort of website for other games, it's been indicative of the year of, uh, like, release or, like, first publication. You know, but it's first uh, made public. So it's looking really likely we're seeing it this year. Um, Yeah. Release is still maybe a bit of a question mark. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, which is, is, um, I'm pretty fine with. Um, yeah, I'm quite I'm quite happy just to see it this year and just be like it it is a thing. We're yeah, not just talking it? about no- <laughs> we're not just talking about nothing. Yeah, um, yeah, and then and then just be like, cool. Now I'll just wait five six months. You know, it's not even that yeah. long. We're like halfway through the year already. Exactly. Um, I mean, and uh, you know that is Bethesda style, isn't it? Bethesda style, which you know isn't going to change, even though they've been acquired by Xbox because they have their own marketing department, is to like be dead silent announced games coming out in six months you know, like Fallout 4 was like less than that was it? it was like three months when they announced that mm-hmm. they're like oh by the way working on this sequel to like one of yeah. the best selling games of all time um, it's out in a couple of months <laughs> yeah tiny teeny teeny weeny Fallout um, and yeah so that is their style so like you would, if you see it in June you can expect it to be out you know in the next six to eight months that's like standard yeah I'd just, yeah, I'd just be happy to see it at this point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going up and down on the idea of this E3, man. It's just, it's, it's going to be. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you, you very, you're like, you were like at one point you were just like, <laughs> everything, and now you're like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. And you're like, maybe we'll see something. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. It's, it's funny to see your emotions change like on a weekly basis on E3. I know, I know. Well, I think it's. I think it is going to be killer. I do think it's going to be killer, but I just think that maybe we'll end up seeing more CGI than a lot of people would like because literally because COVID, and therefore things are going to take longer and are going to have been delayed. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, and that's okay. You know, it just depends what it what's what we're seeing and if we do see good gameplay and if the other stuff looks good. So, um. I do think I generally I do still think it'll be very good E3 but you know check in next week and you'll get a new opinion <laughs> uh, alrighty um, so next up is some Games Pass news woo um, Games Pass is uh, have you seen the notes because I kind of want to ask you before you've seen it uh, uh, yeah <laughs> you have seen it okay yeah. yeah yeah no oh my god yeah I've you haven't seen them, them at all, have you? Uh, yeah, I have. I've seen them. <laughs> it's not very convincing. <laughs> I've seen them. Would you want me I've to studied them. Just go. Okay. Fucking hell. 
<sighs> so Games Pass is up to 23 million subs as of April uh, 2021. 23 million. That's pretty big. Uh, it was it was only at 18 in January. That's even bigger. You know, it's um, that's five mil in like three months. Um, Jesus. And do you know why? Do you know why? Drum roll. Literally outriders. Literally outriders. Yeah. Well, to be fair, yeah, actually, that that went through what February, didn't it, or March or whatever? Yeah. yeah, that probably didn't hurt. A little bit of Bethesda. Yeah, I just I just think there's something there's like a real impact factor to games being launched into Games Pass. There's a real sort of like that creates a lot of buzz, um, and you, you saw for it sure. all over the internet. You know, with with Outriders, you know, as people were like, "Oh well, it's crazy." For a lot of people, for a lot of people who like main, you know, have the luxury to have all the consoles or whatever, or like main the PlayStation, but also have a Series X and are like you know don't really play their Series X. They're like, "Why am I going to pay seventy quid?" to play Outriders when I could play on Games Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it creates that sort of conversation um, and I just think that's so powerful. You know, on day one as well, it's just, it's so powerful. And MLB as well, obviously, that's just exactly the same thing um, yeah. uh, last week. So, I can't help but think that that's had a huge impact on that. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Outriders is for sure shot, um, shot those figures up like crazy. Um, and yeah, and I think yeah, Bethesda didn't hurt as well. And uh, mm-hmm. just, I just think Xbox Games Pass is just it's just gaining traction just as as it goes as well. Um, yeah, you know through through all means through word of mouth through just general advertisement through you know value of money all that sort of stuff. It's just it's always improving. It's always getting better. So yeah. uh, I just think it's one of those things where it it just keeps gaining traction. So. I think, you know, it, it does make you think a bit, you know, what is going to be, how much is this going to sh- start to shake things up once once Xbox have those quarterly, like, AAA bangers coming out. You know, Phil's, Phil's been on record saying that he wants, the, the end goal is to have a, like, big AAA game coming out every quarter from them. You know, and, and other things in between, but like, you know, like tentpole releases like every three months. Like you imagine that in Games Pass. And this is why like it's wrong to say when people say like, oh, this is gonna make Xbox do more games as a service. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. If somebody's playing one game, they'll just buy that game and not subscribe to Games Pass. Xbox wants a regular cadence of releases so that you have to resubscribe to play the new game. So like this is their whole strategy. Um and you know you just imagine like at the moment none of these games are even exclusive just the value is enough to keep you hooked in let alone when they start cranking out their stuff which is exclusive and you know and hopefully of good quality as well that the impact of that is going to it's going to be bonkers oh yeah it'll be so it'll be so interesting to like just timestamp this and just be like what was it it was 23 mil wasn't it and just be like yeah when these when these um first party studio games and triple a games start cranking out already or even just the first one it'd be very interesting just to see uh base it off halo infinite like oh yeah just be like we're at 23 mil now and then we'll go back to this video and then we'll just be like so halo 3 halo 3 launched halo infinite launched um now we're at 100 trillion yeah <laughs> you're all Every games pass on the planet has we are games pass subscriptions <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah no it's it, it's crazy um and, and like uh, it, once like i kind of think of xbox game studios as like a balloon that's just like filling with air month on month and like st- and so really starting with halo infinite that's gonna pop and like get that's when like it we're gonna start hitting that cadence of like halo infinite at the end of 2021 and then going into 2022 really i think we will have that sort of like uh, rhythm of games coming out every quarter and like that's when that's like that's just crazy and i think um yeah, it will be interesting like if they can nail halo infinite it's going to be you know they've got so much to come after halo you know halo's weirdly enough halo's like a drop in the water actually but you know it's still a huge game there's no way around it um and it still is kind of like you know the the crown gem for xbox so if that comes out to like 85 plus metacritic scores you know uh, everything looks fantastic everybody's happy with what they're seeing that could do so much damage man that could do so much damage oh yeah <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think you can't even like speculate. You just have to like wait and just see. Yeah, but I mean, having said that, though, I mean, I guess I, f- I forgot. Like the multiplayer is free to play, isn't it? So it's quite interesting. Yes. Like, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people. I mean, is there gonna? I mean, I guess people can dip their toes into the multiplayer, like if they if they're not really interested in the Halo franchise. But I think most people who are gonna want to do that are gonna be on Games Pass anyway, and so they're just gonna get the whole thing. So yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's good shit. Plus, I think a lot of people play Halo because they love the multiplayer and stuff like that. But then every single person also plays it for the campaign too. The campaigns are fantastic. Everyone yeah, loves yeah, Chief. Definitely um you know they're gonna want to play it um regardless of the multiplayer being free it's just yeah yeah. and like they're supposedly you know bringing back forge and like file sharing and things like that because that's been somewhat absent like they they patched it into halo 5 afterwards but like um supposedly they're gonna have like a new version of that and you know forge is gonna be completely like it was in halo 5 it was crazy It it didn't get enough attention for how good it was um, and it's just going to be bigger and better in this, you know. So especially with like all of the new physics and all of that stuff. Um, so that that <laughs> they're, will they're, probably be part of it. They're literally just like, um, so you, what the tools we use to make this game, uh, you, you guys have got to. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you can just you can make Halo Infinite two if you want. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, Halo Seven, all yours. You make it. <laughs> That's why it's called Halo Infinite because you just make the games now. Yeah, infinite amounts of Halo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Halo Project Halo Spark. Yeah, like that's going to be huge. Like Forge is going to be. And that's what I mean. Like if Halo Infinite lands, and you know, I'm sure. I'm sure people have said this about Halo. Every maybe they haven't. I don't think they have actually. Do you know what? Come to think about it, because they, this is like a real turning point for Xbox. You know, they've got a lot of good PR. They've got a good console. They're selling well. They've got an excellent service. So I feel, I feel like this is like right at like the crucial moment. And if it lands, like it, it's, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be huge for them. And I mean, they know that. We know that. That's why it got delayed for for a year. So yeah. Alrighty. Mm. Okay. So let's. Um, I wanted to. Oh, I guess actually, before we did just touch on um sort of what the new games pass drops are um did there was some news which i haven't really typed out here but i just wanted to mention in passing of a um of a what was it It was a playstation video pass like leaks of a playstation video pass or something which um it seemed to be an official image um but it you know it was indicating that 
and we've said this for a few weeks now that you know Sony seem to be posturing themselves for a Games Pass competitor um, and the only thing we've seen so far is like I said it was literally called a video pass so I don't really know what that means um, maybe they'll have different maybe they'll, they will have literally you know a PlayStation Games Pass a PlayStation Video Pass and then maybe a tier where it's like all of them I don't know but they're clearly posturing themselves for it yeah yeah I mean that's been you know that's been I wouldn't say clear, but it's been quite obvious for a little while that they're definitely that was in the works, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, I mean, and to be fair, like if they manage to get it all out in time, at you know, like announce it at E3 and get it out in time by the end of the year, I think that will actually damage the potential impact that Games Pass could have as Xbox going to twenty twenty two. You know, like mm. if they don't have it out by then and people start, you know, and, and they, you know, let's say Xbox have a killer E3 and, you know, like I said, infinite lands on both feet um, and PlayStation, there's no Games Pass response to be seen. A lot of people, I imagine, who haven't got a console yet are going to be side eyeing Series X being like, this is looking like a pretty good deal, right? You know, I know of like 15 games that are coming out. They're all going to be coming day one to Games Pass. Halo Infinite is out now. I'm getting, mm. you know, so whereas i think if sony were like did the same thing and they were like you know here's like 10 killer games going over the next 10 months they're going to be coming to playstation pass that would kind of balance the scales a little bit for a lot of people so i imagine they are trying to get this ready quite quick um yeah timing is very key um for that for sure yeah 100 percent. yeah Alrighty then, let's move on to those Games Pass games. So, um, coming up um, next week over the period, well, some of it's this week and some of it's next week, um, we have MLB The Show. We spoke about this a bit last week, um, coming to Xbox uh, for the first time ever. Uh, coming into pretty Ooh. good reviews as well. Uh, we've got Fable 3 coming to Cloud. We've got Fable Anniversary coming to Cloud. We've got Fogs coming to PC. Um, we've got Destroy Fogs. All Humans. Fogs! We've got Destroy All Humans. Um, I think that's it's a remastered. I can't remember what the name of it is. It, I, the cover art I'm looking at just says "Destroy All Humans," but I'm pretty. Like, it's yeah, the, re, it's it the remastered. The remastered. One. Yeah. yeah, that's that's coming to. to actually, I I'm kind of interested. In, I I played this game on my PS2 when I was younger, and I, I had a fucking I had a baller of a time. Um, yeah, it's a great game. I love "Destroy All Humans." Yeah, I, really I might fun. just I might just boot it up and just have a look. Uh, so it's a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a game. Yeah, that, that's another game that would be fantastic co-op. Man, I'd love to just be a yeah. duo of aliens, just rape. It would just be crackdown, right? Human population. It'd just be better crackdown. Yeah. But good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and that's cloud console and PC. Um, and then my most anticipated on this list um, is here we Second Extinction, which is also cloud console and PC. Uh, for those that don't know, yeah. Second Extinction is kind of a, a three-player co-op uh, shooty shooty uh, dinosaur shooty shooty game. Um, and it looks fun, man. It looks um, it looks good. So I'm, I'm buzzed to give it a go, um, especially for free. You know, free quote unquote on Games Pass. <laughs> so Games Pass. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a bit actually. So uh, yeah, I think I think this is a pretty good list for this week. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same as me. My most hyped is uh, Second Extinction. Um, I think it actually looks pretty pretty cool man left it there mm. with dinosaurs let's go yeah um, much. and yeah obviously i'll be playing it with you unless you ditch me don't ditch me which which i might do i don't, don't know if I'm, please <laughs> i don't know if i'm around next weekend and i you know what? i went on the um i went on the subreddit for it uh and there's 
the devs have put out like a roadmap of what's to come and there's already a roadmap stretching through for a year so um yeah it all looks good um yeah no it's it's, um excited to give it a go there's there's quite a few i think i think i said this on a previous episode but there's quite a few like co-op games that are starting to come out over the next few months between second extinction uh hood um back for blood i don't know that got delayed a bit actually um but yeah, there's a couple, so it's... Um, Didn't get delayed much, though, Back for Blood. It was like one month or something, wasn't it? Maybe. I get the feeling it's like September or something, so... I feel like it was... I thought it was October. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, either way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are quite a lot of those sort of games coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now as well. Second Extinction is getting a dinosaur pass. <laughs> Do you think? 100%, yeah. A dinosaur getting pass. Getting a dinosaur pass. A dino pass. It might pass. call it something a bit, but yeah, it might be a dino pass, yeah. Mm. Um, they'll get some sort of battle pass, 100% calling it right now, if it happens. Okay, okay, okay. If it happens, okay. we, we're famous. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that's a good condition. I quite like that. Yeah, all right, fantastic. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, we're just, we're as we are. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> nothing to lose. Exactly. The, exactly the type of bets that I like. Yeah. Um, next up uh, in some other little um, Xbox updates we've got um, a couple of more frame uh, FPS boosts frames per second boosts um, coming to the system Um, quite a handful more actually a lot of them are EA games Um, yeah I thought it's a bit of a weird list to be honest um, because I'm I'm kind of I think this whole FPS boost thing is like one of my favourite things that Xbox has, has done. I think it's really fucking cool. And obviously I yapped on in the first few episodes about Fallout 4. I think it's great. And I'm waiting on a couple of games to play before I play them in... Because uh, I want to play them at higher higher frames. And one of them is... I've already played Dishonored 2, but I want to play it again. And then the expansion for that, Death of the Outsider, I haven't played that yet. And I can't stand the thought of playing it at 30. So I'm waiting for it to be at 60. Um, yeah. but a lot of these it's not that the games that they've chosen are weird it's more that they've chosen ones which are already 60 and allowed them to go to 120 which is like cool but like how many of us have 120 frames TVs hmm. do you have a 120 frame TV uh, if I I don't know maybe probably not actually I bought my TV a little while ago um, mm. if I did I, um, <laughs> I don't need to use those frames <laughs> so I wouldn't know so you know it is is what it is um, but like the only one the only new one uh, that went is from 30 to 60 is Sea of Solitude and that game did look pretty sick to be fair but the rest of them literally all of them are 60 to 120 and on this list we've got the likes of Battlefield 1, 4 and 5 Plants vs Zombies uh, Garden Warfare and the second one as well Star Wars Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront 2 Titanfall Titanfall 2 as well um, Unravel so yeah it's a nice addition and you know ultimately this list is just going to grow but um, I'd I'd prefer to see games that are going from 30 to 60 that's uh, that's just me being selfish because I don't have a 120 hertz TV but yeah yeah I mean I I, I'm I'm in agreement with that as well Uh, and I think like you said generally um i mean there are a lot of people out there that probably do just use um monitors for their series x you know they don't play on tvs um so maybe we're in i i feel like we're in the majority though that just use a tv right oh yeah yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. so i'm i 
agree with you and i think a lot of people would as well it's yeah i would much rather see 30 to 60 than 60 to 120 but yeah for sure you know it's what it is there was a bit of an interesting point and this was mentioned um when the first batch came out and it was it did happen with fallout 4 and it happened with fallout 76 where they said for those games to work on an increased frame rate uh they needed to decrease the resolution a bit um Mm. now there i wasn't sure if this was just like a one-off with the fallout games because of a funky you know technical difficulty or whatever but there are a couple of games here where the same thing has happened um some of those games for example are battlefield one and five not four for some reason um uh star wars battlefront 2 titanfall 2 so yeah i mean i guess and and to be fair when i did this for fallout 4 you know i found it quite hard to notice because the details of what the resolution dip is aren't there like i don't know what it mm. went from and down to like i don't know if it was running at 4k on my series x fallout 4 or yeah. and if it's gone down to like you know th- uh i don't know it's sort of like 4 14 40 or whatever but I, I did flick between it a few times to see if I could see a difference, and I could very like slightly see a difference. But Fallout Four is quite a hard game because it's quite a soft-looking game anyway, and it's obviously you know fairly old now. So mm. yeah, it's yeah, just a I bit mean, of a compromise. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I think I I speak well definitely from my point of view is I would always sacrifice a little bit of resolution for that for yeah. for, for more frames uh, at least. Um, especially if i had the option to go to 120 um it'd be it'd be pretty cool and i'd yeah but yeah. i'm not really too sure like i said i haven't had experience like you where i was comparing and could see a difference or not um yeah but, it, it was definitely um, worth yeah. the trade-off but um it's just uh yeah it's just something to be be um, aware of and i think it's quite cool that for most series x games now these games will run at their higher resolution by default so you don't have to i mean i don't i don't know if you know but it's, it's not hard to do you just click start go to manage games and switch like switch it over that's literally it um you have to restart the game or it, it advises that you restart the game um but it's really easy to do but the games where they decrease the resolution to make it happen it won't turn on by default and you have to do it manually obviously because you're compromising part of the experience and yada 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 uh so yeah that's just important to note um for anybody out there who didn't know that mm-hmm. moving on uh there were a couple of um x cloud xbox live or xbox network sorry uh, and ui updates uh for things that happened this week uh first and foremost is that microsoft x cloud's uh beta uh arrives on ios and pc this week so this is something we've been following for a while now um this is being done with a streaming company called rayway uh, Rainway, as the streaming will be done through browsers. Um, so, uh, for me personally, this is you know this is pretty nice um, as iOS uh, is the platform I am on predominantly, and I've been waiting for this for ages, and I didn't get an invite, but that's fine. <laughs> um, we'll just have to wait because <laughs> uh, it's just a beta for now. Now, what is really interesting about this um, is that obviously. Let me start with this. Um, Phil Spencer was tweeted uh, in response to one of his own tweets saying, am I reading this correctly? Are you saying that xCloud will be on console as well? And he responded saying, at some point it will, yes. So the idea here is 
will we be able to stream things to the xbox itself um mm. and this is really fascinating because for example you could stream a game to your console without a download so like let's just say there's a you know an, an x cloud tab you click on it on your console you pick a game literally boot boots up and you start playing it yeah that could be used for demos that could be used to play a game like the game you're waiting to download while it's like obviously the experience is going to be compromised a little bit because you're streaming but you know xcloud is supposedly quite good um also he also commented on streaming pc games to console as well so you know there has been this whole thing of of xbox games going to pc but with this like sort of in place you would be able to stream a pc library or a steam games to xbox which is also kind of bonkers like streaming for example let's just say you know for example um world of warcraft to your xbox i know it's not steam i know that's blizzard launcher but um yeah and i just thought that was kind of an interesting possibility that i hadn't really thought of before and, and you know phil did reply to that and said yep azure kind of allows us to do that um, it's one of the reasons we're pushing for cross-save. Um, we're focused on consoles for now, but this this is something that we actually want to do. Any thoughts? Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's very very cool. Um, the idea of that is is pretty exciting. I mean, it, it's essentially just better Stadia, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's we're basically just pissing on stadia space yeah um and yeah that it it would be yeah so cool um you know like you were saying like cross saves and stuff like that um and just the the instant access uh, of everything um yeah is pretty pretty bonkers um yeah obviously i don't really know what sort of frame rates resolutions these will be capped at you know they're not they're probably not going to be 60 4k or 120 anything like that mm-hmm. you know you're, you're you're probably looking at you know probably your 1080s you know i don't even think you get the mm-hmm. 1440 um but that's fine and and you know if you're playing you know older games anyway then that doesn't really matter um mm-hmm. but it that's it's insane it it's, it's the possibilities are almost endless you can do so much with that yeah um, yeah it's, it's just it's definitely just something i hadn't considered before and it's, it's definitely um you know I, I think a lot about i think how a lot of the benefits of xbox have gone to other platforms sometimes um you know which is you know whatever it's, it's a good thing for other you know other other people ultimately uh but you know, sometimes i think it it would be nice if some of the benefits of those platforms came to xbox as well yeah. and i think this is one of those things that streaming really allows us to do you know if if there is some future you know two years down the line where we can stream steam games to xbox that's Insane. that's so sick like there are so many yeah. like dumb games that i see on steam that i'm like i would love to play this with my mates do you know yeah absolutely yeah uh, like like just recently some of the what what's the one that's out there? like valheim is like the new thing at the moment fan fantas fan fan fantasia phantasmania fanta fuck fuck phantasmophobia phantasma i've never heard of that you've I've not heard, heard of this anything. game no, uh, what is it was like, it, it was like a thing for a bit. Phasmophobia. I was really close. Um, phasmophobia. Yeah, phasmophobia. Me. It means scared yeah, of ghosts. It. Yeah, it's it's a four player. Oh yes, 
Yes, <laughs> I hell. have seen this. Is that all I you needed me to say? Yeah, go <laughs> Big word! Is, that, is, it, is it the one where you, um, you go around like a house as like a group of, of mm-hmm. mates or just any sort of level? Um, and it's all... I've seen it all in like VR though. I've seen like a lot of VR Yeah, I think you can there. use it on VR, yeah. Yeah, that that's what I've mainly seen, sort of like YouTube videos, people playing it in VR, and yeah, it looks hilarious. It looks yeah. really fucking fun. It's like yeah. there's a ghost, so you're playing against the AI, uh, but the AI will like speak to you, and you can speak to it. You're like ghost hunters, so you can yeah. say stuff to the room, like oh, you know, reveal, move the torch on the desk, and it will do stuff like that using you know like voice recognition tech and stuff like that, and it, it looks so fun, and like you know people like shitting themselves. Uh, and this is there are loads of games like this which i feel like get really like viral quick communities on pc that doesn't hit the console space as often you know you get things like hades you get things like outer wilds maybe but these are way like far fewer between and they're not as like electric on pc they really you know it's like overnight um yeah kind of thing um maybe among us i know i don't stop pc necessarily but it's phones but you know it's that kind of um that kind of like lightning um and like that would be like awesome another one i can think of is that um oh what was it called it was like the party um shit i can't remember it's called like party something something to do with party and like one of you had to like or a group of you there was a group of you and like some of you would have to disguise and pretend to be civilians inside like different scenarios like and one yeah, of you would be like a, sniper a sniper sniping in yeah, yeah. And, you, and you could all like speak to each other and like again like this game looks like hilarious and like that like, again like, so all these sorts of things like, i just think it would be this would be amazing if i could do this um and stream this to yeah because these aren't technically demanding games either i don't think maybe Valheim is nice i don't really think so like it, they i think they would stream just fine and you know streaming is mostly going to be um a lot of it's going to be based on the uh, connection that you have anyway. So if you're wired and, you know, they're, they're going to be activating the server blades in the consoles um, when this all kicks off anyway. So you can expect this to only get better and better. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I just, I think I find that really exciting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you were just listing off some of those titles, yeah, there are so many of those I would love to play. And, um, and ones that I don't care if performance is lower on or something like exactly. that because they're just they're just fun fuck around games um which yeah are few and far between on um on xbox um yeah that, that would be amazing yeah i'd love to see that yeah awesome 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 cool so in just a couple more updates um regarding the uh ui um th- there is um there's a new feature coming around quick resume um your boy's getting an update uh and it's around the ability to see what games are currently running in quick resume so where your pins are currently when you pull up the guide um there'll be another group called quick resume and you'll be able to open that anytime and see which games are currently being suspended um and you can you know you can manually get rid of them if you want um but this has been a kind of a requested feature to kind of give a bit of transparency around how quick resume works um i i remember seeing it actually they were giving um one of the 
developers around the UI like had responded to someone on Reddit about it and it was like a big community suggestion over on one of the Xbox subreddits. So this is really cool to see um to see implemented. Um I think we definitely need more transparency on how quick resume like kind of works so we can not lose our progress by like assuming it will work kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think it was one of the things we talked about in one of the earlier episodes as well was exactly yeah. this. Um yeah, it's it, it it's a great it's a great feature. Um for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe it'll stop me closing my games just instinctively now. <laughs> so weird. I'm still, you do that. I'm still one of those guys that just so sometimes when I close my game, yeah, I just press the, I press the start button on it or whatever it's labelled as on the controller now, and I go <laughs> like down on the drop menu and choose. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it was just, it was just habit, I guess. Sometimes. Um, and I don't know, it's become second nature while we were playing Outriders as well. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. need to close that game. And yeah, because it, you so. said when we when we were talking a few weeks back, you were talking about you were playing Evil Within, weren't you? And you were like, I don't know if the game has quick resume, but you just kept closing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like sometimes when I'm finished playing a game and then I'm just, I go onto Netflix or something, I just, I just full quit the game. <laughs> it's the future now, I don't know, man. man. It's all waiting for you. It's an illness. They're out there. Um, yeah, it might be. Especially when I'm repping a, a, a podcast that's uh, like literally, literally called Quick Resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate this feature. It's so shit. Yeah, I never I use it. it. Anyway, welcome back to Quick Resume. <laughs> yeah. Quick Resume-itis. Um, Diagnosing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a really cool UI update. And uh, I will be excited to see that. Yeah, cool, me too, cool, man. Cool, me too. Cool. All right. We've got... Um, just a few things left uh, before we wrap up today. Uh, one of the bigger things that we spoke about in one of the previous episodes that I definitely didn't title for clickbait um, was that <laughs> Xbox, <laughs> that Microsoft might be might have been purchasing Discord. Um, uh, it was on the table. It was like public knowledge. You know, they were looking at it for like 20 billion and we said, ha-ha, that's like fucking three Bethesda's worth. Ha-ha, very funny. Anyway, that stopped. That's not happening anymore. Um Discord is going to stay independent, it seems. Um, Satya Nadella has finally frozen the card that Phil stole. <laughs> he's just... Yeah, that's frozen it, the Phil, account. cutting you off. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, like this. man. Discord, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, but... Oh. <laughs> I was eyeing up fucking MySpace next. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it definitely made sense. Um to to get discord and to to look into buying it like when we talked about it in a previous previous episode go back and watch that episode not sure which one (laughs) it's pretty i don't don't know either (laughs) go back go back and watch all of them you'll find it eventually (laughs) yeah yeah, i I don't don't know which episode it is but yeah we talked about it and how it'd be like um advantageous for um for for xbox to get it and stuff like that but you know yeah guess it's not happening yeah, no, too absolutely. much money but, but like ultimately I don't think they lose that much by not having it I think there was a lot to gain but you know they, they, they don't lose much they've still got like the best you know party chat system out there and you know so it's not like they're not competitive in that area but you know it, it would have they could have done a lot of things with it but yeah they, they don't lose that much I don't think yeah no 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 for sure alright and in our final bit of news um, I know it might feel a bit weird um 
landing on um sony talking about sony at the end but um that we did because we, we spoke about it last week and we spoke about you know like preservation and all of that um and sony had closed their playstation the psp ps vita and uh ps3 stores so the games that were on those stores could no longer be bought however uh, i don't know if you saw anything about this um they reversed their decision um you know they made a blog post saying oh you know we made a bad decision yada 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 we're going to keep it um we're going to keep the ps3 and the psv stores up uh, psp still going which is probably fine um yeah yeah but this is good man like i just wanted to like because this is now xbox are one one all on shitty decisions they've made this year but have gone back on <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's like it's yeah. kind of uh, it's it's good you know it's good that the the community stayed vocal about it and didn't just say oh good choice i hate backwards compatibility it's bad you know it's good everybody stayed vocal um keep them accountable yeah. man yeah it's a win it's a win for the for, for the gamers for sure man mm. um yeah it's it, it's very nice to see um because yeah when we talked about it i i was i was definitely a bit annoyed by it um just just the idea of it it didn't affect me personally but it's just like no it's just this is people's art this is people's um you know livelihood and and that they put into these games and time and everything there's no reason you should just strip it down from existence um Mm -hmm. so yeah awesome great news yeah yeah good job playstation good shit um so with that really um that concludes uh episode eight of of our quick resume podcast um thanks for joining us today um we'll hopefully be back next week i'm sure there'll be more news there is there is more news every week and boy oh boy i'm gonna keep saying it we're getting closer and closer to that sweet sweet e3 time yeah that you're get, so on the fence about I'm so on the fence about E3 you know who knows what I'll say next week honestly it's, it's a mystery yeah. who knows I mean Place just best. that that's just one reason to come back just yeah. entirely is just to see just be like what what is he going to say about E3 this time <laughs> like, is he yeah. going to be hyped is he going to be bummed out yeah. is he <laughs> has he bought a Playstation is he completely just ditched I mean, who knows? I literally, it's I'm I'm a wild card. Who knows? I could do something crazy. You are a bit of a wild card. Yeah. So I sure. mean, like and subscribe and like and subscribe and and if you if you want to see what I say next week. Anyway, we're going to sign off now. Um, yeah. Any closing words from you, Tim? <laughs> uh, absolutely none. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're podcast hosts, everyone. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. No, there's not really any closing notes from me. Um, okay, that's fine. From just, yay. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And, uh, oh, thank you, man. It's, it's, been, it's been great doing the show with you, man. Yeah. I'm acting like this is our last show. <laughs> 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 not coming back next week, by yeah. the way. Um, yeah. Man, yeah. I've really enjoyed our time together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, I mean, I don't have anything to say either, so we're going to go now um, because you've probably already clicked away. So, yeah, bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. 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 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.